Hey, this is Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom. Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Hello and welcome to Signal of Doom. I'm Dave. It's a very special episode. We have a guest kicking off the new year 2024, Brian Lazara. Brian, how are you? Doing awesome, Dave. How are you doing today? Or should I call you Mayhem? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> My G.I. Joe codename, Cobra Mayhem. Yeah, a guy who exists just to kill, basically. That's, that's his... Uh... And make money. <laughs> yeah, he's sarcastic <laughs> as well. Um, Brian um, is obviously, for those who don't know, uh, he runs a fantastic G.I. Joe uh, fan fiction Facebook page, nothing but G.I. Joe stories. Uh, Brian, you've been doing this for a while, haven't you? Like, how, how, long, has the, how long has the site been going? Uh, the site's been going since October of 2022. Mm-hmm. But the weird part is I actually started back writing Back around, I want to say January of the same year. Right, um, yeah. Just going around. Well, no, it's actually kind of funny how it happened. I was goofing around on Instagram one day, floating through all of the, you know, G.I. Joe stuff. And there was this one guy called uh, at the Mexican Griswold who was looking for somebody to name his custom figures. And I just threw out, you know, threw out a name. Kept doing it, and then at one point I was writing files and stories for his characters. <laughs> right, yeah, it's yeah, no, it's really so, cool. And you, you, you guys churn and burn with those things. You've got a couple of people helping you now, don't you? On on that side. It, 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 funny enough, they actually are helping me. I mean, honestly, um, I dropped the first story in October of 2022, mm-hmm. and by February of the following year. I was getting burnt out because I was trying to manage. Yeah. I was trying to manage, you know, work life, home life, and yeah. with Sorry, my um, sorry, my assistant. <laughs> sorry, yeah, my son, or as I like to call him, Quick Strike. Who, yes, he also has a backstory. Um, but um, sorry. No, what happened was. Um, yeah, like I said, those guys saved me back in February of yeah. 2023. I was like, I was feeling the burnout. out. Sure. Yeah, and and that's when it's helpful to bring someone else in, isn't it, to sort of help you out. And, um, yeah, no, I think you do a fantastic job over there on nothing but JoJo stories. But really, the reason we've, we've called you in to the pit for a discussion, Brian. <laughs> um, yep. Is is I really? Is, I I mean, Yo Joe. By the way, we haven't even said it so far. Yo Joe. Oh, absolutely, Joe. <laughs> now, um, I I want to get because I'm you know I'm a, I love Joe Joe. I love the comics. I, I love the figures. But in Australia, we were a long way away from oh sure the insanity of that that early to mid eighties into late eighties thing. It was it was a cartoon here, but it wasn't the cultural phenomenon that I'm sure it was in the US. Um, where, like, give us your origin story. When did you get into Joe? Were you a big toy uh, guy? You know, what, 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 was, oh, the, what yeah. was the, what was the story? Uh, honestly, what happened was, like, you, you know how they have that, everybody asks if you had a DeLorean and you can go back in life sure. to change one thing? Yeah, me, I'm saying, you know, 
forget the butterfly effect, I go back and I tell younger me, Dad, my Joe collection, you know, put in, you know, put in boxes and save them. But, you know, but to be honest with you, I, I want to say it was, I found, sorry about that. No, what oh. happened was, um, I want to say I probably got into the comic first. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously, I walked out, I started with number one. I mean, wow. the funny thing is, I actually even remember the, that I got it out of a newspaper store, which no, don't really even exist anymore, at least not here. And what happened was, I mean, it's just, I got into the cartoon, the toys, I mean, I probably had, I probably had the first five, four or five lines complete, you know, figures, whatever. Wow, really? But, Gee. Yeah. Okay. I mean, comics, I mean, again, comics are another one. If I, if I knew more, I would have said, you know what, buy two if you could. <laughs> Read one, save the other. So, so you were reading from the beginning, like, issue one, with what Lethal Larry Hummer did, like, what, back in, like, 80, was it 83 or 4 or something? I, I don't even know when it was. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, want, I think I want to say you're right, it's 84. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, there are... Basically, what happened is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could probably go through the Marvel run and tell you, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm the type that if I'm going to read the Marvel run, I'm going to do, I'm going to read it all good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> yeah. Because face there's, there's with a lot of people, there's you know issues that aren't everybody's favorites. Sure. But I mean, but I mean, now I'm now I'm going to fanboy out for a second if you don't mind me, Chuck Dixon's run. Oh, He's yeah, another one. I yeah. will read. I will read that thing front to end, literally. Yeah, we're talking the the single issues, the runs, and all that fun stuff. And oh my well, god, well, Chuck I mean, got honestly, it. Ch- Chuck, Chuck, uh, I think excelled on GI Joe. I think it's incredibly oh, strong. You know, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's it's kind of funny because when I decided to do the the Facebook page, yeah, I said I got, I got to have a code. Okay, it's okay, fine. Let's see, you know, let's see who, you know, who fits, who fits, you know, what I actually do. At the time, I was doing finance, so I was like, oh, great. Then I was like, wait, I want to make this character my own. Does this, per- did anybody go back and do a backstory on it? Yeah. No, I was like, wait, I could do my own backstory. But, um, so I thought, yeah, one of the first things that I, that I did when I set the page is I want to make sure that when I'm taking ideas, names, places, whatever, from another creator, sure. which is the reason for more than half my half our release delays, because I want to make sure I'm get, giving everybody the proper credit. Sure. So, but yeah, I mean, I walked out, I was like, okay, well, spreadsheet, um, Joe Funny's clerk, he doesn't have a bio, so you know what? He will in about a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> that's great. but yeah, that's, I mean, and I also walked out that my dad was, was a Marine. Right. I'm oh, sorry. Excuse me. Is a Marine. Sure. I always get yelled at for that, for that distinction. And <laughs> I know. Right. And so when, I mean, I had, I had two gung hoes, both broke and he was the only one that broke. Right. right. And my dad, we replaced without questioning it. And yeah. I'm like, not surprised. Yeah. Well, Gung-Ho's <laughs> a great character. A great character, I would say. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the all-timers. Um, yeah, no, that's that's so cool. And, and like, um, 
in terms of toys, because I yeah. am big, big, big into classified. Like I love the classified line. Uh, yeah. Now you're saying you went. So you, you, we must be roughly the same age. You, you know, what are you late forties or mid forties, or or you are younger than that? Physically, I'm late forties. Mentally, probably a high school senior. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, well, you're in good company. So <laughs> you you were you were like what are they what what do they call it? What's what is it? Is it three and three quarter inch? Is that right? The original Joes. Yeah. yeah okay. So you had yeah. you you must have had tons of these as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I probably had, I know I definitely had the original 13. Cool. I definitely had the next two ways complete. Wow. Like I said, figures, vehicles, all that good and bad. All right. But, you had good parents. Yeah, you were a lucky kid. Were you an, I, I was. Were you an only but, child? Because they're just, it's just coming no, in thick and fast for you. <laughs> no, but, but to be honest with you, a lot of that stuff, like, the van, I can tell you right now, both the vamps that I bought. Yeah. Both, um, see, the HAL, the heavy artillery razor. Excuse me, heavy artillery razor. That was, that was like, you know, snow shoveling and. Yeah, yeah. Right. Allowance. Yeah, gotcha. Like my, gotcha. I, yeah. I kind of, but my dad, if I saw something and I wanted it, if I, if I knew I was coming close to my, my, for my allowance. Yep. If it wouldn't cover it, I said, my dad was like, well, you know what? I'll get it. I'll advance you, but yeah. you're not going to get anything next week. I'm like, I'm good with that. Yeah, you're fine. That's fine. I need the figure. I need the figure. Well, you're, you're, yeah, a, exactly. you're a kid. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about now, not next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, again, that's if, you know, butterfly effect. Be damned. If I, if I go back and you forget my Star Wars toys. Yeah. I mean, the two things I would go back and I would strongly urge my younger self to take better care of sure. would it's, be it's tough, my Joe's my, my Joe comics sure. and sure. Yeah. But, but you know, at the same know, time as a kid, you you're playing soldiers. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. With these figures. Like let's face it, they they're, they're copying it. You know what I mean? There's a war going on in <laughs> literally. <Sure>. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I, I guess a, a question I've got for you. Um, so sure. do you keep going? Did you keep – that's what I meant to ask you. So after the original line, I know there's like the – it goes until like the early to mid-90s and then there's like the 25th anniversary line, all that kind of stuff. Did you keep following the figures? Like as you are growing up and I assume getting jobs and had more income, did you keep involved mm -hmm. or, did you, or was it like put your childish things away, you know? I wouldn't say it was put the childish things away. Like, I mean, it got to the point where I had other interests. I mean, yeah, yeah, and, I, and I can tell you right now, I fell off probably right during the line where the toys came out for the animated movie. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yep, the animated film, yeah, Cobra La and all that uh, stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you right then now, there's a lot of stuff I would I would start cherry picking yeah. about what I would wouldn't buy. <laughs> sure. Uh, do you like the movie? I, I enjoyed the movie. I know it's got some flaws, I but I like it. I do. And the funny thing is, um, a running joke for my friends Larry and Eric, whenever they post pictures with anything, anything with Lieutenant Falcon, I cannot get Don Johnson out of my head. Oh, me either. Yeah, me either. I, I, there, there was a Miami Vice joke to be had in pretty much anything that they post. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah. And to be honest, I'm 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 that you know 
Well, we're going to call it middle-aged person who will, as they're reading, hear the voices of, like, the voice actors. Sure, sure. Well, I, I still think you mean... Because he was only brought in for that for that um, movie, wasn't I know. he? He wasn't around before then? No, no, he definitely... He was definitely one of... He was definitely one of the ones that came in right at the time of the movie. Yeah. But, um... But, I mean, I mean it's just... I think... Part of it was, I think part of me, why I dropped off and came back mm. was that I knew, of, I mean, eventually, obviously it was going to take time, somebody out there is going to want want something back, and it's amazing how a lot of some of this stuff does come back. Sure. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but, I mean, the reading, reading stuff now with an adult brain, it's, Mm. Easy to see why, yeah, why it's easy to see why people are coming in and out of sure. the cartoons and the comics. Toys well, I, I find because yeah. I must admit, uh, until a few years ago, I hadn't read the comics. Chuck's run got me into reading the comics. You know, the the GI Joe comics, mm-hmm. and that's mostly purely because in Australia it just wasn't such a big thing. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But but I went back because I'm a big believer in if I'm going to read a run, Larry Hummer run, I love Larry. I love Larry's Wolverine mm-hmm. and many other things he's done. So I was confident it'd be good. Sure. I, I want to start with issue one, you know, and that's my technique. Mm-hmm. If it, it, you know, And I started reading and quickly got into it. And I'm now almost up to volume 10 of the IDW um, reprints and I, I'm loving mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, I, I think the show, I've watched a lot of the original show. I've got it all. Um, the show's cheesier. It's fun. In, it's oh, sure. it's so fun. The show is so fun. But it's it, you know it's it is what it is. It's a huge nostalgia boost um, oh, sure. for that era. But but I think the comic um, that Larry did, I mean, it does hold up. In, you know, for what it is, I think I think it's mm-hmm. very good personally. I mean, I'm up oh, to I'm up to volume ten. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably around issue seventy or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's around Raptor, yeah. Raptors coming. I mean, I, I think it's super, super good. I mean, I, I mean, I've read hundreds of Larry Hummer comics before this, so I know he's a good writer. Um, yeah. I think the artist does a good job. Um, that Rod Wingham uh, does a good job mm-hmm. with you know it would be challenging. I'm also impressed when it, when I read it that you're conscious of how much stuff Larry has to put in there from Hasbro in terms mm-hmm. of new figures and, and just like, I mean, that would be demanding on top of doing a story, having to constantly yeah. throw in, you know, the figure of the week kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really cool, like, to be honest. Whereas if you flash forward and I'm reading the Chuck Dixon run um, and Mike Costa doing Cobra, um they're not like it's fantastic, and you can see the evolution. But they're not as tied into having to push every single character in the line, you know, or every issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's exactly what Chuck Dixon said. Like he wasn't in a, he wasn't in a position where he was t- where where he needed to help sell toys. Exactly, like Larry was. So, you know, and I do wish, in a way. Um, that more more people would wake up to how good that run is because it, it's not a short run like Chuck's run and Mike Costa's run. They're wow. not that they, it must go for several years. There's a lot of comics. I mean, I've read. I'm I'm past Cobra Civil War. I'm well into Cobra Command. 
Um, oh, and there's yeah. not a weak I issue, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who, who did you think was going to win the Civil War? Who did you think was going to win the Civil War? Um, who were you backing? Honestly, who, well, I mean, I figured it was going to be either... Actually, who am I kidding? I want Baroness to win, but yeah, after what happened, mm. I knew that that was just not happening. I will say how how they spun it. Yeah. To figure out who the new commander was going to be. Spoilers, who the new commander was going to be. Sure. I was like, you know what? I don't hate it. I love it. I mean, just the fact that, you know, a company with that many... What's the word I want to use here? Particulars. Yeah. That... You know, basically said you know, that, that, that that could happen. Hey, you know what? I'm good with it. And to be fair, I also didn't even, the first time I read it, I never saw it coming. No. Yeah. Who, who did win? So, I forget. Who, who did win? It was like a... Yeah, it was actually a, it was a character. I don't know if Chuck Dixon created them or not. It was a guy named Crake. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was Crake. Yeah, because he does kind of like a... A backstab moment when because someone else is going to win and then Craig reveals that he'd done something and then Craig gets yeah. it. that's right. Yeah, Craig's a pretty cool character actually. I, I wouldn't mind getting a classified figure of him. Um, he's, no kidding. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, that's the that, that's the thing I, I like about the GI Joe fan base, mm. especially now. Yeah, with the classified line. Yeah, and people either not want to wait for their favorite to come out or. Mm. You have people who have re- read the name, or well, we shouldn't say a name, but the more obscure runs like Chuck's. Sure. That have, that have the characters he's created. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you get the talents and the means, all for it. You know what? Being a somewhat of, if, I can't even call myself a career at this point, but I mean, you know what? You get skills I don't. You do you. The, the work is awesome. Just, just on the fact that you even had. The ambition to try. Sure, sure. I, I must admit, I was hoping Baroness would win. Baroness is easily my favorite yeah. character in the That's whole franchise. I love her. She's <laughs> great. Like, you know, the thing I love about Baroness, you know, it, yes, her look is fantastic, but just I love that she's so cold-blooded and so evil. Like, yep. you know, you can't get away from that. Like, she doesn't mess around. Like, she's just a total no. bitch. Like, um, mm-hmm. I, I felt she, I felt she was robbed. You know, it was sexism. You know what I mean? Like they kept her in the it, sexism in the Cobra hierarchy that kept her uh, away from the 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 end prize. But I also want to mention that Cobra run of Mike Costas. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's oh yes, yeah. Like it's got some weird art choices at times that I wouldn't necessarily have signed off on, but it works. He 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 tells. I want to get him on the show actually because I I don't know what else he's done in comics. Or you know, or in yeah. life, but th- that Cobra run. I mean, again, it goes for many issues. Like it's it's at least two or three years worth of stories, and you know, I I think he does a great job. Like that Baroness lookalike character. I think Chameleon is is her. Chameleon, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting uh, character. I think, she, I think it was turned out to be like her half sister or something. I could yeah, be you're right. Yeah, and un- there's a there's a there's a um there, there's an origin story of Baroness, and for some reason. They've got the most weird art in it. Like, it's it's Ben Templesmith, who is a good artist, but I don't know why they 
picked him for the Baroness origin story because it's really, I could describe it as arty art, like very sort of niche, not mainstream. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's the wrong choice for the Baroness origin story because, you know, everyone's like, man, I want to get the or- origin of what made Baroness such a bad bitch, you know? And then you go exactly. and read you go and read it and it's good, but it's got the weirdest art of all time. And I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. who 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 signed off on this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but but I will say this though. I mean, the design of the <clears throat> the design of the original commander, you know, before before the fallout, sure. the helmet alone. Oh my god, it's fantastic! Fantastic! Oh yeah, I mean, very very. Very good choice for we, for the design. I mean, the, the fact that there was a high, there was a Cobra High Council, oh, and they've been around for like hundreds of years. Mm. That is that's 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 just amazing. Yeah, exactly. And you know, spoilers, kids. What hap- <laughs> what happens to Cobra Commander? I'm still in shock because I did not see that one coming at all. Like when Chuckles, yeah. I like, like to be brutally honest, that came as a complete surprise to me. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, it's crazy. Now, um, in terms of like your Joes, yes. give us your give us your favorite Joe and your favorite toy of of you know your favorite action figure, I should say, of of the Joe, the, just the Joes. Who would you say is your favorite Joe, and which one is your favorite figure? I'm not going to go obvious and say Snake Eyes because that's that's like you asked nine out of ten. It's too yeah, basic. It's just too basic for this conversation. You know, I love him yeah, too, it's, but it's too it's basic. Um, my favorite Joe, I'm going to have to say, is definitely going to be. And my father would probably lose his mind because I'm saying it's because it's not a Marine. I just probably have to say it would be Tripwire. But mm. it would have to be the. The Chuck Dixon's iteration, yeah. because the way he was portrayed, he's not a buffoon. No, like he's literally functional, intelligent. He's got you know these guys ish together. I mean, but um, I say yeah, I'd say probably that would be it. Now, favorite vehicle, or, or just favorite, or just favorite figure. Like it doesn't matter. Like oh, it? sorry, yeah. No, whatever. I was gonna say if you, you want, you want, if you wanted to give me one on one favorite vehicle, it has to be the Killer Whale. Okay, the whale, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it serves for me as a kid. I had hundreds of like play hours with that thing alone. Yeah, I mean, it was just oh, that was probably one of my one of my favorites that I had. It looks absolutely awesome. For those who don't know, it's a um, how would you describe it? It's, it's kind of like a hovercrafty sort of. Um... It's, a, it's, like, it's like a hovercraft on steroids. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like the like the most militarized version of a hovercraft you could possibly yeah. imagine. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that does I mean, look good. I think, and I think part of it too, and I think that's part of the reason why I fell off at GI Joe when I did. Yeah. It's because some of the stuff just got way too over the top for me. Sure. But again, I but also I understand the fact toy sales. So I mean, yeah. Also, back then I was still a kid. Couldn't have a job where one one at a particular toy company. So, how much in the eighties? How in, in in the states? How much would a whale have set you back, like in store, 
you know, at the time? Would it have been like 20 bucks or more? I would say we probably, I don't know, because I actually remember getting the whale for Christmas that year. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good gift. But, however, I mean, if I had put a dollar value on it, I'd probably say that would have been like, a, that would probably be somewhere between 10 and 15, which well, by today's, crazy. By to, yeah, I know. By today's numbers, you'd be pushing it into the 60s or 70s. Uh, at least to you today. Oh, easy. Could, yeah. could you imagine I mean, getting a whale classified scale? You know, <laughs> I would tell you right now. I, I mean, I don't. I, I've only got one classified figure. It is the Tiger Force Outback that was actually gifted to me by a friend. I've got that. It's great. Oh, absolutely. If I can tell you one thing right now, if they ever did make, I mean, if they ever did make a classified or even a Taslab mm. to a whale, I would find a way to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, so you haven't you haven't gone hard into the paint with the classified like me. I've gone real hard. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I just can't. But I mean, you is it what is it for you? Is it just like I got kids? I, I've got responsibilities yep. now. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. that's the scenario. It is, it is, it is, and I say to myself, you know what? It's a slippery slope. You don't have the, you don't you don't have the room for it anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I mean. I'm more, of a, I'm more of a realist. <laughs> sure, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. No, I mean, I've, I, I must admit, I've gone, uh, I've gone, um, hard into classified line, but I think I'm making up for all the years that I wasn't involved. You know, mm-hmm. um, oh sure, because th- th- just, and for me, I'm more of a cobra guy. I'll be brutally honest. Like, um, oh. you know, I've got like three baronesses. I've got baroness with a cycle. Um, mm-hmm. everyone, what was hilarious is because I was like, I think snake eyes is really cool, but I wasn't the guy who only knew snake eyes. You know, I, I was blissfully kind of unaware of everything. If you know what I mean? Like the whole thing mm-hmm. had kind of missed me. I knew it in general, but snake eyes, I mean, I like him, but the fear of snake eyes that I really like is one that everybody hates. The snake eyes desert commando. I wanted mm-hmm. that figure so bad and I got it and it's fucking great. You know? Oh yeah. And, and but yet, if you listen to podcasts and stuff, everybody shits on Snake Eyes Desert Commando because I think you guys have been so spammed with Snake Eyes over you know forty plus years that mm-hmm. you're sort of like one more Snake Eyes. Whereas Davey's like, yes, bring it on. I mean, I've, I've you know, but like I I just picked up a I picked up a figure which I thought looked great. Viper, uh, is it named Viper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Viper. Yeah, she's a cobra. Um, are you familiar with this character? Yeah, yeah, Viper. Yeah, yeah, good character, Viper. Yeah, great design. What's her mm-hmm. backstory? If you had to give it to me in a nutshell, is she a major player or is she a you know fringe player? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not really fully up on her on her particular backstory. However, mm. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she came out as part as part of the image slash double doozle which is now oh. aptly titled Disavowed. Got you right. That was right when Devil's Jew had it before IDW picked it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking at what her. Char- I'm looking at her character now. She looks like a ninja. She's at yeah. least got the katanas, and she's sort mm-hmm. of in um. How can I describe? Sort of like she's mm-hmm. got like a, a sort of ski mask. I like guess the only word to describe it. Um, she just looks like a total badass. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like she's a cobra character mercenary, I mm-hmm. believe. 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, Correct. bring it on, Vipra. Yeah. But um, but there's so many good cobras, and I often think, look, I mean, because like my co-host on the show, Richard, Rich, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I said to you, who's your favorite Joe? And then there was a pause, and I said, Rich, I know it's, I know it's Duke. You know, and he goes, of course it is. I'm like, yeah, of course. You went for the most bland, good character possible. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I, look, he's a cool character, Duke, but, like, to say he's your favourite out of all the characters, I mean, that just tells me that you just, you know, it's like saying, you know, it's just total white bread. You know what I mean? It's so basic. Yeah. You know, I would prefer he would have said Snake Eyes. Easily prefer, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, but, um, but, no, I mean, funny, like I said, I mean, it's funny because I told when the other night my son had asked me to do the Snake Eyes origin story. Cool. It's kind of a bedtime story. So awesome. Well, that's, a, said, that's a heavy story. <laughs> well, well, I kind of added out some of the some of the rural parts, but <laughs> but um, but I it's kind of funny because I, t- I mentioned to him the story. And he goes, what do you, What do you think is the cheapest action figure that was ever made? Mm. And he goes, I don't know. I said, probably, probably version one snake. Actually, so they probably molded it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's true or not. They probably molded it in black. Said, you know what? We can save on pain apps. Instantly, most popular character. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he's such a cool character. Um, oh, like, and I, you know, I, that's why I don't like when people denigrate him because I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. He was spammed, and the casuals know him. Okay, but you know what? If they didn't know him, G.I. Joe wouldn't have been the force it was. You know what I mean? Oh, he, sure. he he crossed over. The, so the people who don't even know what G.I. Joe really is seem to know Snake Eyes because he's the one that crossed over. Now, I wanted oh, to mention sure. to you, what do you think? I want to get your opinion on this because you're, you're a bit of a G.I. Joe scholar. Um, obviously, you've got the original animated series, which I think is uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Like, I could imagine we, we've got... Um, you know, we we've got a kid on the way, and um, and I'm gonna. Oh, congratulations! Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. And I, I'm going to uh, brainwash this kid with like Marvel, you know, and <laughs> a bit of GI Joe, and uh, but but I mean the GI Joe cartoon for a kid, it's great. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, sure. it's cheesy, it's fun. Um, there's a lot to like. You know, there's sort of nothing to dislike about the cartoon. But then you go forward. Now, what was the one after the original cartoon? Oh, it was like Operation Dragonfire. What's that called? Yeah, I, I've never that watched was, it. Um, yeah, that was the that was the that was I believe um, Deke Entertainment. That's it. I'm not sure if I got the, now, now, if I got was, the was, company right. Yeah, was, was that was, that was a big step down from the from the Sumbo stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny well the funny thing is um, a couple of weeks ago in one one of our stories. I I had inserted a joke where my character spreadsheet was just ripping on Flint because everything like the, the running joke I'm I'm gonna make with him is if you see a crashed vehicle or something completely shot to shot to the north to hell. Yeah. Flint was Flint was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and at one point I was like I said, you know what? I can burn the damn burn through the enemy series. And see how many, you know, dragonflies and how many sky strikers does he crash? I'm like, I have a feeling that this town is going to be astronomical. Why would I want to do that to myself? Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't have <laughs> just <time>. for jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like Duke getting captured. You know? 
Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a meme in itself. Um, oh, seriously. Yeah, like, how many times has Drew been captured? Now, I want to flick his... I mean, look, I'm looking at some of the classified figures I've got um, that got coming. Now, I just picked up a, a snow serpent, um, which yeah. has got a fantastic, like, sort of fur mm. cloak. Oh, yeah. And then, a, then yeah. a wolf's head to put over his head, mm-hmm. um, which is just... It just looks fantastic. Um, bazooka. Um I, I said to Chuck Dixon, I said, Chuck, I don't know what's wrong with you, like, when, how, with what you did to Bazooka. <laughs> I said, I said, what, where, where, how were you damaged? And he said, yeah, no, it was a call from Hasbro that, that they, they, to take Bazooka off the, off the, yep. off, off the team. Like, uh, he had to, had to do it. I'm a massive, massive Dreadnoughts fan. And partly that's because I know that they have sort of Aussie origins, at least some of them. Um, mm-hmm. And Zartan as well. Did you have the Zartan back in the day that glowed yep. and changed color and stuff? Actually, got Zartan, and I was on a family vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I really remember him. The mask, the the crate for the the held the Swampski when it was disassembled mm. to make out to be had to make him look like he was just pulling trash. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean. If you had, like, I, I know that you're, you're a kid. Obviously, a kid's aren't thinking, oh, gee, in 40 years' time, this would be worth something. If you if you got, like, a Zartan back then, I assume in, like, in the early 80s, I don't know exactly what year, but, and let's just say your parents had bought you two, which would never have happened back in the 80s. Parents did, oh, not, buy, no. parents did not buy kids two toys, one to keep and one to play. That didn't happen. I was there. But no. let's just say that they had of. What would that be worth now if it was still in the... Uh, you know, packaging, like, and you kept it in good condition. Like, how much would it be worth? Would it be worth a lot of money, or would it just be like a oh, fifty bucks? You know. Um, honestly, I don't know, but mm. um, I don't have the name of the author right now. But there was a book that was written. Um, Mark Bellamo. Okay. Did a few years back did a guide that followed everything, well, mostly everything I should say, mm. from inception. To the nineteen nineties run, and okay. it gave and it gave and it gave what estimate the estimated inbox loose prices were, and I mean, and I know that Larry Hama signed off on on you know like the back uh, some of the, some of the stuff he wrote ahead of that. Right. So I mean, that that could be used to, as a guide, sure. but honestly, it's one of those, it's also one of those things of like. If you have something that someone wants bad enough, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you could probably yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can... you're right. It's worth whatever anyone wants to pay for it at the end of the day. Like, and if you get, I'll never forget. This is the early days of eBay. We're going back twenty plus years. So, I'm just, I'm a young guy. You know, I'm, I've been working for a couple of years. So I got a bit of extra cash. There's no girlfriend around. It's just Dave Solo, and mm-hmm. um, I loved. 90s, like late 90s Green Lantern, like Kyle Rayner, um, and you, mm-hmm. had, you had Hal Jordan floating around as Parallax. Now, yep. anyway, I, I really loved Parallax, more more for the idea of Parallax, really, than anything he ever did. But I loved the mm-hmm. design, and so I got involved. It was early eBay, too. Like, it was, I'd only done a few auctions, and I got involved in, like, mm-hmm. a fucking eBay, like, <laughs> war, where I bid. I would have bid probably... Uh, you know, close to a hundred bucks to get this figure, which was way more than it was worth. The seller must have just been like, "This is great," and I won it. And then I got the figure, and I was looking at it, thinking, "Man, Dave, 
you need to control yourself because, like, <laughs> figure was not very good, you know? Like, yeah. And But it's that it's that thing where it's like someone had this figure and they put it on eBay, they're probably thinking, I'll, I'll get 20 or 30 bucks, and instead they got into an eBay war between two Green Lantern idiots, you know, one of which was me. And, and I was like, yes, I won. And then I got the figure and I was like, <laughs> you didn't win. <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of funny that you mentioned eBay because about, oof, I want to say maybe two years ago, mm. I don't know why or what possessed me to start doing this, but I, 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 just, I was reading something and I said, you know what? I'd love to see if I could find the old image slash known Devil's Do Run. Yeah. You know, because I know, I know you can't buy it digital. I mean, the, on, the, on some of the volumes of the, of the trades, the paper trades, it actually says disavowed on it. So, right, because, yeah. because Because that's exactly what, what it has to do with it. And I'm sitting myself, I'm like, okay, you got the main run down. Do you start? I mean, yes, of course you're going to start. You're going to go looking for the other ones. Because, you know, because being a, being a former collector, I'm a completist. Sure. So, I'm still missing probably like 10 issues to complete the, that, the run as a whole. Right, so you're close. That's, you're close. I'm close. I mean, if this, if this takes me until I retire to get it, <laughs> I, will, I will get it. But I'm also, it, yeah. I also know I'm not going to break the bank on it. No, because yeah, yeah. At some, at some point, I, again, have to be an adult. I, I almost feel like over there <laughs> in the States, you're a pretty decent chance of like in the dollar bins or whatever. You know, and, well, it's actually kind of funny. I happen to, I happen to be very lucky that I live in, in an area that has a lot of secondhand bookstores. Yes, and being something that has patience, especially when they're looking for stuff like this, you know, I've I've spent countless weekends mm. like going on road trips trying to find you know an issue here, another issue there. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things that yeah do I really want to start reading it right now? Absolutely I do, but I also said to myself say you know what's going to happen you're going to burn right through it, mm. and then you're at a stopping point because you don't have the whole run you get frustrated. <laughs> yeah, well you can find it all online. It's all there. All the devil's yeah. true stuff. Like it's a it's it's around man. If you, you know what I mean. Like but yeah. you you want the in hand paper version, yeah. Yeah. Well, see that that's the thing. I even try to find digital copies. There, there are digital copies for it. So, um, I mean, I've spent I spend probably an hour every weekend looking online just to see if I can start finding. Really, you can't find. Okay, wow. Okay, wow. Now, I'm just I'm just looking through my um my some of my recent classified purchases. I mean, apart from Baroness, one of my all time favorite Cobras is oh, sure. Zorana. Um. Or Zarina, however you say it. Like, I yep. love her. I love her. I, I think she's got one of the best designs. And she's, like, how would you describe her? She's 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 a baddie mercenary, but she's also sassy. She's a real sass pot, you know? Like, um, I just think she's a great character. I love all the Dreadnoughts. Would you, 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 oh, cons- sure. will you consider her a Dreadnought? She's Dreadnought adjacent because of Zartan, yeah? Oh, sure. I mean, I mean... They're part of the quote unquote if there was something for the dreadnoughts called the command structure. I mean <laughs> like I 
Like, but I mean, I can tell you, I can, I can tell you from what I do know of the Devil's Do Run. Yeah, they they bring in Zartan's daughter Zanya. Yes, who her and Zorana do not get along. No, and Zorana, yeah, Zorana's mostly ticked off because now with Zartan's daughter back in the picture, she gets bumped out of the number two spot in the Dreadnought. Yeah, she wouldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't enjoy that. She wouldn't. She. It doesn't take much to upset Zorana. You know, no. <laughs> like, yeah. like she, she's she's <laughs> a fairly kind of like uh, on the edge individual. I would describe her as. I also really like Zartan because at first I didn't because you've got to understand I didn't have the um mm-hmm. the knowledge base and and at first glance when I got the classified figure it's a bit bland but then I started reading more Zartan I'm like this character is great. This character is a yeah. legend. Like he's one of the best characters, and I also like that he and the Dreadnoughts are sort of like a bit separate from Cobra. They're a bit so they're there, mm-hmm. but they're sort of under their own steam. If you know what I mean. Like I like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's well, for lack of a better word, they're kind of like pirates flying under their own flag. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 as well, I mean, who who can't not love like Buzzer and Ripper and those guys, you know, <laughs> like oh, there's, there's some sure. psych- psychopaths. <laughs> yeah. Again, putting it mildly, <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, it's funny. Cause I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Um, no, it's actually kind of funny because I, I look at the way that the Dreadnoughts were written in comics by, in the, the Larry Hum, the Earl R. Mm. Every how many days? Mm-hmm. And then I look at the cartoons, I'm like, these guys have the mentality of preschoolers. Yeah. Like, how could they be labeled this dangerous? And then I read the comments, oh, yeah, that's why I toys do. So. Yeah, well, they're, they're driving around on their bikes and stuff and just causing havoc in general. But they in the cartoon, they're just clowns, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're just. Yeah, clowns. <laughs> <laughs> so, say, clowns that have, like, you know, ripping tools, torches, and buzz saws. But oh, hey, sure. you know? Yeah. You do you. <laughs> exactly. Now, I, another thing that I love, um, the bats. I think the bats are a fantastic yeah. design. Um, were they big for you uh, back in the 80s and stuff? Like, uh, they, were, they, were part, they were part of that one that, where I stopped. Right. However, I love the concept. Yeah, it's cool. Of the bats. It's cool. And I it, mean, it also allowed them to be shot in the cartoon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean... But but the funny thing is, I mean, if you if you stop and think about it, in the main cartoon run, nobody dies. You see parachutes everywhere. Oh yeah, totally. Now yeah. you look, at, and now you look at the intro for GI Joe the movie. It's like, wait, there was a rat woman that was just shot down. There's no parachute. What happened? No. I'm like, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I gotta give, I gotta give them credit for taking that much of a leap. Oh, totally, you know, considering, totally. considering who they were making, you know, the cartoons Well, for. one thing that surprised me, I wasn't surprised at all the people are parachuting out, because that was a very big thing in the 80s, like, no, that no one oh, died sure. in the cartoons. But in the comics, like, Larry's killing people left, right, and center early on. Like, mm-hmm. like early on, I'm like, oh, he got killed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. if you've ever watched um, The Toys That Made Us, uh, the G.I. Yep. Joe episode, I don't know, David calls them moral cowards, the cartoon people. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, they've caught Larry on a bad day. He's just had enough yeah. of the questions. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the funny thing that, and to me, that again, that's another reason why I love the Chuck Dixon run so much. I mean, there yeah. are consequences. I mean, oh, totally, yeah. you read, you read, you're reading around, you know, and again, spoilers for for a comic room that's probably 15 years old at this probably, point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, they pop. I mean, look, look, look what they did when they destroyed the pit. Oh yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean, that was that was literally that was epic carnage. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll bring it up again. What happened to Bazooka? Jesus, that yeah. was that was a, that was a heart blow for me. I was like, because I'm reading, I'm thinking he might make it. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> Doesn't I know. Make it. And I said to myself, I was like, you know, the first time we see him actually looking, you know, entirely sounding, you know, what's the word I want to use here? You know functional but yeah. he's not you know he's not a two-year-old <laughs> yeah 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 but again different audience no it's cool it's cool now um, oh, sure. another character that i'm really uh, looking forward to and uh, and i can't get my hands on it yet in australia is the crimson team baroness and the twins in crimson mm-hmm. um it's out now in the states, but some of the stuff is is a little bit delayed, or it is delayed getting to Australia sometimes by up to six months. And I sure. I, I have got my fucking laser scope out looking for this one because I, <laughs> I need I need this one, man. I love the, uh, you know, I've got at least two baronesses. I'm, I'm yeah, I've got two baronesses, and then I've got maybe three baronesses, and then I'm going to have her in crimson with the twins, and I just think it looks fantastic. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, um, what, oh. one thing I want to, I, I, I sort of hope with, with, um, with the classified line is I understand that getting the vehicles is tough due to the scale, oh. but some of the smaller oh. vehicles, like they've done the trouble bubble. Um, I want to say they did the vamp. Um, yep. I've got Baroness's cycle. There, there's some things they can do. You know what I mean? Which I, which I hope they do do. I, and I just realized, and I want to focus in on this for a second, my favorite Joe, Spirit. I, he, he probably is the one that crossed me over. I'm a big thing for Native Americans, and um, I think he's a great character. He comes with freedom. Um, what's yep. your thoughts on Spirit Man as a character? Yeah. Toy. My thoughts on him, I, I love him. Yeah. I, I, I can't... It's funny because I, I always... It's like I, tell my, I keep telling my son, one of my favorite things about G.I. Joe was the ones that came with psychics. Yeah, the animals you know? and stuff, yeah. Yeah, you know, like Junkyard, you had yeah. Timber, I mean, obviously Freedom. Yeah, was it one of the verses that Dusty came with, a, I think it was a coyote. Really? Sandstorm. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You got, you got uh, was it Lightfoot and Max, his Bobcat? I mean... <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, I mean, animals sell. But, I mean, but no, getting back to what I was saying about the vehicles, I mean, there's talented people out there who are coming up with files for files for 3D printing, stuff like this. So, I mean, yeah. we're not the only ones who thought of this. <laughs> no, yeah. But, like, it's it's great. Like, I mean, I think Spirit, I remember him from the cartoon, he, he, he was battling mm-hmm. with uh, Storm Shadow, I believe. Um, yep. They had, some, they had some battles. He's just a great character. And I almost oh. think he doesn't get enough play. Um, now, turning to where we are now, 2024, um, mm-hmm. late 2023, uh, Skybound, uh, the image imprint, got the rights mm-hmm. to G.I. Joe Comics. Um, so far, they've put out... 
what Larry's put out, 301 and 302. I think Duke 1's out. I, I haven't read Duke 1 yet. Have you read it? I haven't gotten to the spinoffs yet because, mm-hmm. because honestly, I'm... I'm gonna say this as a very dedicated fan over the over several decades. I was just frustrated where the IDW run ran. I'm sorry, fell as far as it was like literally stopped on a cliffhanger. Yeah. But so right now my focus was getting three hundred one and three hundred two and getting those done to close out that arc. They're Obviously, pretty good too. I I really did. You like three hundred one and three hundred two because I I enjoyed them. I did. I mean. It took a lot, it took it took me a few reads to get used to the art style. Sure, but I'm definitely I'm definitely digging it. I mean, it's you're gonna you're gonna bring no GI Joe. You can't you really shouldn't be asking for more than that. I mean, we've all got. I mean, all comic fans have artists or writers who aren't their favorites. So sure, I mean, plus you also got at the end of the day, you're not the one that's sitting at a desk drawing the stuff for a living. Sure. Do you have do you have to be that critical? Yeah, I, I like the art of it. I think it's um oh, right. it's very very uh sort of action packed. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not clean. It's it's a dirty kind of art. Like it's it's oh, yeah. It, yeah it's I enjoy it. Uh, it's probably not my favorite art style, but but I, I dig it. And Larry knows how to tell a story. Um, have you had oh, the pleasure yeah, of meeting absolutely. Larry ever at a convention or anything? I haven't. Um, mm. It's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because I have a friend of mine who I've known since high school who's who does indie comic books on the side. Yeah. And he has he does cons always local cons all the time. Mm. And a few times he has had the pleasure of meeting him. I mean, yeah. he would be on my he's on my bucket list of people I I'd love to meet before I die just for being able to thank him for all the decades yeah. at this point of Joy. I, I feel yeah. like I'd like to buy him lunch or something because like it's like I, I just say Larry, thank you for Jojo and Wolverine. Like if it was just that, like just Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. mate. Like you've done you've gone far and above, you know, what oh, anyone yeah. what you ever needed to do. And the fact that he's still doing it and obviously enjoys it, mm-hmm. you know, like he obviously has a love for this, you know. Yeah. Um I, I think he's well, remarkable. Okay. Yeah, it's no, it's actually funny that we were talking about that run the that new run right now too because yeah. I mean they knew that G.I. Joe was gonna go on, especially where sure. classified is is where exactly. where it is Doing on so everybody's well. radar. Mm. So he's had time to write. I'd be I'd really be interested just to know how many how many story arcs he's ahead by now. Mm. After having almost a, almost over a year break. I reckon he's a fair way ahead because Oh easy. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it funny that apparently he writes, I I don't know how true this is, but supposedly he writes without sort of a long-term vision, like without an outline, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He he writes an issue and then he picks up the ball from the previous issue and then he writes the next one and that's how he does it, just mm-hmm. just one by one by one, which, I mean, works. Uh, you know, it, it, like mm-hmm. I, I've written three books and let me tell you, you're not always writing to these extremely detailed outlines. Sometimes you're writing and reacting as you're doing it. Like it's, it, it is, mm-hmm. it's hard to describe because you do have ideas, but there's not always an exact outline. Sometimes I've written to a, like I've structured a scene in detail, and I am I am hitting points, but 
but even then there's there's creativity in between those moments but sometimes you are just writing it and letting it flow through that that happens i mean you're you're a writer uh what's your reaction well it's actually kind of funny because number one i've heard the same thing about larry hama that he does you know just kind of beat off of whatever's happening mm-hmm. you know from the last issue me myself it's actually kind of funny because <laughs> when i first started writing again I had an idea of where I wanted to go, mm-hmm. depending on how long I actually thought people were going to sit and sure. actually read some of it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, like, like I was saying earlier, last February, I just jokingly posted on the Facebook page. I was like, hey, anybody feel like having, you know, anybody feel like being an editor for me? Yeah. And then I got, like, got one volunteer. He became, was it Morris Watchman? He became, like, a writing partner. Then... A few months after the two of us working together, basically how we do it is I start, I'll usually start it, give it to him. He does, he does all the continuity work, making sure we're all, you know, we got a lot of ducks in a row because, you know, I want to make sure that this stuff makes sense. Mm-hmm. So does he. I mean, he's, a, he's another gifted writer. He, like, he, he, he comes up with stuff that I wouldn't even think of writing. Sure. And then, was it, we're a few months working together. All of a sudden, I found out he took on. He was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I took on, you know, I was talking to this one, one, of, the other, one of these other dudes on the page, and, you know, he wants to help out. I'm like, sure. And yeah. then, yeah. and was it Jose, Jose Sala? He, he's great with character development. I actually have him working on something a little special that's going to make people reminisce about ish, the infamous issue 21 pretty soon, so. Cool. He posted for that. Is that the silent issue? But, uh, that is the silent issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Eric Smith, or as I like to call him, the storyteller. Mm-hmm. And we own the everybody in our group has, at least as far as the creative team is concerned, has a coding. I'm spreadsheet. Okay. Uh, Morris Morris is long game because he well, plans everything out and plays the long game. Mm-hmm. Ho- Jose was already working on a character for himself called Psalms. Who's a, who's a dreadnought, which means you clearly would, would like that. Um, and Eric Smith, who he actually is a friend of Aaron from. Oh, yeah. Aaron from yeah, um, Headcast, yeah. Hey, sorry, I had mental block for a second. Yeah, sorry. Great, great but, man. Um, Yo, Joe, Aaron. We love you, Aaron. Oh, absolutely. He's, <laughs> you know, I listened to his show. Seems like a solid dude. So oh, he's, a, he's a cool but, guy. Aaron's cool. Yeah, he's fun. But um, I know Eric actually is the games master for mm-hmm. his GI Joe RPG. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! So oh, I said, really? I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, the adventure so, continues stuff, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, I, I'd like to. I'd like to play some fucking GI Joe role playing. I would like, too. I just don't have time. Yeah, I, I, I don't really too. have time either. But like, we recently did a D and D session. Me and a couple of mates. Fun, but if you put me in Joe Joe Land, I'd, I'd be causing havoc. I'd be Cobra oh, yeah. for sure. There's no way I wouldn't be Cobra. Hey, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Um, yes, on 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 um on Signal, obviously Richard's my co-host, and mm-hmm. we, we did this thing. You may have heard the episode. There was there's some game or something. Something's happening somewhere where someone's creating like a huge virtual world, like the virtual Earth, like you know the Earth as it is, the globe. Mm-hmm. Someone's creating a virtual Earth online that's as big apparently as the earth okay so it's massive this game and um and apparently it's going to be kind of like people are going to be put there imagine the earth without 
any sort of civilization. Okay, so it was just forests and whatever, yeah? Anyway, the, the gamers are going to be inserted onto that, almost like they're dropped in. So let's say that mm-hmm. there's, let's say there's like 50,000 gamers that are going to be spread across the globe. And then it's going to be up to them what they want to do and they can build houses or they can do whatever they want. And, you know, great. But I said, it's virtual. I said, what they should do in the game is they should create a bomb in the centre of the earth. <laughs> and then there can be this thing where the crazy ones like me can try to get in there <laughs> and blow it up. And you can have like a storyline around that. And, and, and I said to Richard, is it really evil? He goes, it's flat out evil. But I said, but it's more just chaos. You know, like, I'm picturing, like, a Baroness just wanting to blow it up to finish it off. And I, you know, of course the game is sounding more boring than that because it's all going to be about alliances and stuff. But I'm like, yeah, give us a storyline where there's this bomb at the centre and you have these crazy sort of, I mean, call them freedom fighters, call them terrorists, whatever you want to call them, but they're down there causing havoc, man, Cobra style. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I actually want to take a look look into that because something like that I would love. If they ever did. Yeah. If they ever did in, like, Joe World. But it's actually kind of funny you would say, getting back to Aaron's show. Yeah. When the the role-playing game, the RPG, you know, Eric actually has, he's he's got consequences. I mean, he's had, he's had, he's killed off his players. He's merciless. He's a great guy. But when he's when he's in game master mode, completely merciless. Sure. Which you know, which you know, I would I can't complain. So, but yeah, I've seen him pull some of that into the world, you know, blow up the earth with the center stuff. So, it that, that something like that brings up a lot of. Yeah. I would I would love to see something like that. You know, Definitely. maybe even in video game form. You give, give it to me. Give me an animated movie. But yeah. I don't care. I'd watch it. Give me something. Like, it's a crime to me that we're in 2024. Classified is as big a G.I. Joe toy line as there has been in, I would say, decades, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, why there isn't Great. some sort of media out there as well, I do not understand. Like, why they couldn't... Hasbro can't commission a cartoon series? Like, Well, well I, I think part of it might be... And I apologize for interrupting. Okay. I think part of it might be that it had a couple that didn't hit the target. Yeah. And I mean that could be could be the part the problem. I mean I'm speculating of course I don't know. But I mean I've even I mean I remember, you know, once I got back into G.I. Joe years ago, I started going through a binge where I bought I bought I got, got my hands on every D V D or sure. Blu-ray or whatever. I mean like live action or anime that I could get my hands on. Sure, of course. Because what do you what do you think of Renegades? I, I don't mind Renegades. I just wish it had better art. You know. It, well, fair. Uh, it's on my watch list. I haven't watched it yet. Which, given what I do for for fun, I have. But I like the I do like the fact that you've got Joe's on the run. It's cool. It's also got a good story. The art is a struggle. Like you, you, you should check out Scarlet from that, and just like, what the fuck has happened to Scarlet? Like, it's it's the worst Scarlet art I've ever seen. The story's good. It's actually a cool story. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just done a bit cheaply, you know, in terms of art, which I think's a crime in today's you know day and age. Well, 
the funny thing is, uh, one thing I have to remember, it's like, it's like I said earlier, I'm not the one sitting at the desk, sure. you know, struggling over the animation. Mm. So, but, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take, it, it'll be, it's kind of like when you, when you really, really need that cup of coffee. You don't care if it's good or it's bad, sure. as long as you get it. Yep. That's, that's kind of how I see it, but I mean, honestly, I like the animation and from what I've seen, it means more than I do in Venom vs. Valor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what's Venom vs. Valor? I'm not familiar it, with that one. What's it's, that one? Uh, it's a, it was actually a movie that went along with one of the toy lines, one of the toy lines that came out. Um, right. I don't remember the exact time, but, I mean, it's all CGI animation. Yeah. It's goofy as hell. Right. But it's okay. still- Still, it's a fun watch. Yeah, I mean, it's that. I mean, it's still a fun, it's still a fun watch. Okay, but um, I, I've not heard of that one. I'm looking now while we're talking. I can see the toy line, but you're saying there's a cartoon with it as well, is there? There was. It was a car. There was a. It, there was an anime. Like I said, a CGI animated movie to go with it. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, again, it's one of those things. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. Not only will I take what I can get after this conversation, I'll be tra- probably tracking it down. I mean, that's how desperate I am, spirit style. I'll be tracking it down in the forests, man. Um, I know. I'll be, yeah. Yeah, spirit. I mean, I got to tell you, especially when IDW brought back the one with issue 155 and a half. Mm. I mean, I think the writing in that, that particular end of the run is much better. Mm-hmm. Than it was than it was in the Marvel one. Yeah, just based off the fact that Larry, I'm gonna again speculate for the most part, could do what he want. Yeah, on it because he wasn't at that point. He wasn't trying to sell toys. And oh yeah, lo and behold, at that point there was a movie coming out too. So you know, yeah, I could be wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I've got a question for you. Like in um. <laughs> I believe the latter days of the the latter days of the of the GI Joe toy line in the nineties, when it got mm-hmm. very extreme, there was this moment where apparently the GI Joes were fighting aliens. Like, and yep. s- it it was sort of as the line was getting cancelled. What are your views on that, man? Um, when it goes off world, you know that it, it sounds exciting to me, but it was also like when the toy line was at its lowest ebb. I think. Yeah. Well, it's actually kind of funny that you said that because me and the others that do not, that while we're pumping out these stories, we talk to each other through Facebook at least once a day. Yeah. Just to see, you know, what should we do? Check in. It's kind of like our first, yeah, we kind of like our version of a production meeting. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I dig it. One of the the things that that we talked about was like, you said, you know what? I can't believe I'm actually going to say this is to bring back some of the goofier, you know, sub teams like Night Force, Star Brigade. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tiger Force. I mean, there's a value there, but we're the ones writing writing it so we can figure out how we want to do it. I, I think Tiger how- Force are pretty cool. Um, if they put out classified oh, figures of Star Brigade, I'd buy them for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Star Brigade. I mean, that was a. I mean, you're right. That was like right towards the end of the line. Yeah. But still, I mean, I, I said, hey, you know what? Cobra wants to take over the world. If, if you got to do it from outer space, hey, you know what? Write it. We'll see if I like it. And, you know, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see 
Why? Are you familiar with Robo Joe? Ever have you ever seen him? Yeah. 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 See, if they I put mean, out Robo Joe as a classified figure, I'd get it. I reckon he'd sell well because he's kind of crazy, be, you know. Yeah. Well, the funny well the funny thing is, I mean, they're not not everything in the later half of the toy run was that goofy. Yeah. I mean, was the neon a bit much? Yes. Sure. But but during the eighties and nineties, neon was big. So yeah, it was big. Yeah. Mass universe, all that kind of stuff. There was plenty of color. Well, I mean, well, think about it too. I mean, at one point when the when when the Ninja Force run came in to be during the Marvel times, the front uh, of the comics says, "Snake Eyes, what's GI Joe and Ninja Force?" I'm like, so Hasbro knew who was selling the comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm down for it, man. I, I I reckon they'll get there eventually because let's face it, they pump out a lot, a lot of classified and some of mm-hmm. the stuff. Like, just as a... Assume that you're more into the toys than you're into the lore. Some of the Joes, they're not mm-hmm. that visually interesting. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing... Some of the Joes, not all, some, there's nothing yep. particularly spectacular about their look. Hence, on a on a toy rack, you know, uh-huh. unless you're a hardened addict, they're not the first mm-hmm. thing you gravitate to. You put a robo-Joe out there... You know, mixing it in with like more mainstream stuff, I, I reckon you're mm-hmm. going to get some people going. Yes, please. I oh, know. With, I know with Viper. I don't know Viper from a bar of soap, but I saw that figure and I was like, yes, please. You know. Yeah. Well, see, the the, the part of it is too is like I said earlier. Again, speculation. Hasbro's not stupid. They're they're putting. At least my opinion is, I think they're putting out stuff as fast as they can because the team they have working on it. Cares about the brand, sure. So they they're focusing on trying to get it right. Mm. But at the end of the day, you've also got antsy collectors who are, you know, doing their own thing because they they, they have favorites that are, that either aren't going to be produced or haven't haven't been produced yet. Exactly. But. But to go with your saying about if there was a Robo Joe on the shelf, I I'd even consider probably probably yeah, buying man. it if it was if it was done right. Totally. Now, something I wanted to mention, sort of like we've we've mentioned Chuck's run. We had a look at the Snake Eyes Volume One. I reread it yep. last night. All I can say is, if you want high action adventure, it's tied yep. into the Cobra Civil War thing. But you can read it standalone. Um, how good? is the scene where Snake Eyes is captured and he pulls the knife out of his soul. Oh, my God. Oh, he's It's crazy. This this run, like, I'll read this run back and forth, back and forth mm. all day, every day. Yep. It's, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I love the fact that they have Snake Eyes' team being, you know, pretty much... 90% of the stuff they do is off book, which is not surprising at all. No, that's you, fine. Because Scarlet, I think it's this particular run that at the end of Scarlet said something to the effect of like, you know, said, like, oh yeah, by the way, you're not, no, you're not coming home. You're going to Germany. And he's, and he's texting back. He's like, Ramsey's like, yeah, yeah. John's like, I got something I need you to do. You know, it's come on those really, you know, desperate, and I'm paraphrasing, like one of those desperate, completely out of the ordinary, off the book kind of stuff that you excel at. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how about how about I like the relationship um, that Chuck does between Scarlet and Snake yep. Eyes. 
it's mm-hmm. cool. Like when 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 she's when he picks Helix for the mission, and I think I, yep. I don't know if it's Duke or Hawk or someone says it's nothing personal, and she goes, "That's a problem." It never is. And I was yeah. just like, well, "That's that's some good stuff there." Well, it's actually kind of funny too because you no, know, getting back to what you were just saying, um, Iceberg. I think it was Iceberg that said to us, "Like, well, why do you always, why do you always go and sneak us?" You know, Ashley was like, "Well, because because you know." I'd follow him into hell because, you know, he always comes back. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah. But I mean, but I will say this, though, in, in this particular volume, she's got one of the best lines that I've ever seen the character read. She's like, find the fastest way to the front door and kill your way there. I'm like, that's absolutely something Snake I should be doing, and he does. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, this is a great, great... Um, it, it's a great, uh, like, little five-parter, and it showcases mm-hmm. all the best things about the IDW Dixon run. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, he he excels, uh, the art's excellent. I oh, see so this is the kind oh, of style yeah. of art I like on my G.I. Joe. I, I, I get that the, the stuff that the Skybound's doing its own thing, but I like this cleaner art style. It's very like something you could have found in a Batman comic. You know, back in the nineties, um, it's 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 right across the plate. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to work too hard to figure out what's going on. The 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 artist does the action very well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I asked Chuck. I said, Chuck, do you do you know Marvel script, full script? He said, I always do full script. And I think that that shows. You know, yeah. um, with some beautiful. I think he gives some leeway to the artist, but. Some really nice fight scenes when Snake Eyes and who's the other guy that's with him? The guy that gets hit is it Alpine? I'm forgetting. Alpine, yeah. yeah Alpine, Alpine <laughs> cops a couple actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and that's an interesting storyline. How they're getting Alpine down the mountain um, mm-hmm. is 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 interesting. No, I, I really like it, and I mean I think it's an advertisement for the greater run and the, and the Cobra Civil mm-hmm. War stuff is excellent anyway. And this is kind of tied into that, you know, because it's, it's all yep. about Cobra fighting mm-hmm. amongst themselves to see who's going to be the leader. Yeah, and you have, you give the, the villain of this particular part of the arc a, a base built into a freaking mountain. Yeah, like, it's cool. Yeah. Very James <laughs> Bond-esque, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's funny too that, that we're talking about this, this part of these because um, a while back, I forget the name of the joke group I was on, mm. but the some of the, one of the admins or whatever was saying was saying the similarities. Sometimes some of the similarities between GI Joe and I remember this very distinctly mm. because I was not expecting the response I got. There was a I screen capped a picture of Alpine talking about the high ground, which is a big Star Wars thing because for all. I and have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> exactly. And the, funny enough, I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. I got Simon Gow, one of the guys that I hope I, I hope I said his last name right. Put a comment. Put a comment out of the picture. He goes, "After I called that picture, I hated doing." And again, paraphrasing because it's been a while. So I hated doing snow and ice after after call, having to call that book. I was like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "I said, you know what?" Got the attention of somebody that worked on the book. You know what? Nope. Mission accomplished. Yeah, but, totally. um, That's right. But uh, but no, but seriously, you know, getting back to you know Alpine and Iceberg. I mean, I love the banter. Oh yeah. Between, I mean, Iceberg has Iceberg and Alpine 
Like, you literally think that these guys were best, like, boyhood buddies who... Uh, but, yeah, it's it's just the, the writing on this one is just awesome. The art is awesome. Yeah. Like, there are, there, there are times that, like, I even know, like, I mean, good example, I mean, the arc opens up. Now, you see Ninja, but what used to be left Ninja Force lying on the ground dead. Mm. Yes. But, mm. but it's the way they did it. They don't have them in this stupid, well, sorry, they don't have them in this crazy neon outfits. No. But then they got 90s. But, um, but yeah, I mean, what's more dangerous than a ninja? Oh, yeah, a ninja in camouflage yeah. in the woods. And then, the, and then they're escaping. Is it in Rattlers or Trouble Bubbles? I can't remember, but they're... They're using they Trouble Bubbles. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, you even got, you even got Slice and Dice in this run yeah. that was written yeah. competently. Yeah, yeah. And, and what era are they from? Are they, are they in the, into the 80s, 90s toy figures kind of thing? Yeah, they're in... They're, they're in, they came around, I want to say the second wave, it could be wrong, second wave of figures for the Ninja Force line back in the 80s, 90s. Right, okay, right. yeah. And it's only been, really one of the Ninja Force survives is it Bushido. He's kind of hanging on yeah. by a thread, you know? Yep, yep literally. But yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny because I'm looking at this right now as we're talking mm. because, was it Lawhound is talking to Scott? It's like, well, you know, you might want to keep the chopper running in fires. And Mahan's like, how am I going to find you? Just follow the sound of gunfire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> was, exactly. Yeah. Was, hey guys, that's not, you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility, which is another joke that I use mm. eventually with <laughs> with with Snake Eyes and Storm Shadows rather than gunfire. It's like, oh yeah, when you see all the dead bodies, just follow the trail. You'll find 100%. out. Uh, another classified figure I would really like to get my hands on is Law and Order. They need to do those. You know? Ooh, you know, yes. The military I mean, policeman that, and his dog. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is, and I don't know if it, you know, a lot of people know this, but remember the DEF, the Dragon? Yeah. Yeah, they they were supposed to have a few more figures added into that line, but it sold so poorly. Mm. They ended up throwing them into the Battle Corps line, and they, were, they, were, they came out with the second version of Law for... That was supposed to be with the DEF, which absolutely would have made sense. Have another police officer involved sure, with, sure. with the DEF. That would have made total but, sense. Can you tell me well, this? I, I purchased this classified figure because I like the look of it. The Steel mm-hmm. Corps troopers. Are they were they sort of fan created or something? Isn't there some story behind that? Steel Brigade, Steel Corps troopers? No. The story as I remember it is I think that's when they tried doing I believe. That's, that's when they try to do that. Oh, send it, you know, send in your information. We'll give you a file card, you know, with your name on it. You know, have them, we'll have them be like where you're from. And that was, I want to say, late '80s during mm-hmm. the line, like right, right at the peak before the before the downfall. Right. But yeah, I mean, they had. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, so you little Timmy could write in, and he would get on the file card. Is that what you mean? That would that would be yes. I see. But, right, and so they had this generic design, and you could write in, and mm-hmm. Brian could say, "Write me a file card," and they would write you a file card to go with this figure, which they send back to you. Is that right? That's that's what I understand correctly. If I, oh, if I remember correctly, yes. I but, you see. Know. That explains it, right? They're cool-looking figures, 
actually. Oh, sure. It's a two-pack, yeah. and I was like, yes, please. But, um, oh, I mean, yeah. So you okay. could sell me you know, a green shirt with a, a jump jet pack. I'd probably end up buying as many. You'd be like, yeah, I need it. And give me that. And, and would Hasbro write the file card, or were you telling them what to write? I don't remember offhand because, again, this was after I I sure. stopped collecting. Sure, yeah. I I also remember hearing something. Um, I want to say it was on Audible, the Audible Interlude podcast. Mm. Great that, podcast, by the way. Audible Interlude, love them. Oh yeah, they're they're funny as hell. Yeah, they're good. Me. They're good guys. They're fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, that that I think Hasbro was trying to do something where for the classified line where they would make a figure. Mm. With the the purchases face on it, I don't know. Like selfie series, know. it's the selfie series you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. it's Marvel Legends, um, oh, okay. selfie series where I think it may have been discontinued very recently, but basically you could do something your picture, and I'm not sure how they get the picture. Maybe you supply it. Maybe I think that you do, and they sort of. They sort of get your face onto a figure, sure. basically. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um. I but don't you, think it's as good as it sounds. I think I think it's been a bit shit, but um, yeah. you know, it's a good idea. But again, it's a lot more than we than we've had. Oh, yeah, in the yeah. last few years. Oh, dude! If I was so, a kid, I'd be like loving it. You know what I mean? Like if you're a kid. Back in the eighties, imagine if they said you can have a Star Wars figure and we're going to sculpt it to your face and put you in like a Jedi robe or something. Oh, you yeah. just be like, this is the greatest thing of all time. Like, <laughs> there's, no, there's no way you could not have gotten me to that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, now, Brian, uh, you've been so yeah. generous with your time, but I want you just give listeners. You've been the, sure to have me on here. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's a pleasure. Um, give listeners the ten cent pitch on um, nothing but Joe Joe stories, and then we'll probably wrap up with a little bit of stuff I've got about the movies. But um, give listeners just a, just a feel for what nothing but Joe Joe stories is, because I really want them to get a feel for it. Thanks. Um, basically, what we do is we take continuity, pretty much throw it out the window. Um, we take stuff from everything. We take ideas from the Sunball cartoon, some from the Deke, um, mm-hmm. all the comic lines, some of the stuff from the movies. We kind of just make it our own because this is. When I came up, I came up with doing this when we were in that period where we didn't handle any new GI Joe stuff coming. Yeah, the and Dark Ages. For me, yeah, for me, it's you. If you if you like it enough, you find a way to make some of it work for you. But um, yeah, basically, what we do is we do we try to do original stories. We try to we we pump out ridiculous amount of original characters um but yeah i mean it's it's basically you know we take some of your take some of your old favorites mm-hmm. hopefully you'll make some new ones and you know we had new stories we had new story arcs dropping you know every once in a while i mean in between arcs we started doing one shots yeah so i mean just a kind of like a power cleanser so to speak kind of sure. like a glass of water before you you know, get the steak out of your mouth before you hit before you hit dessert. Yeah, and how's Mayhem so, doing, man? How's Mayhem going? Is he traveling well? Oh, May- May- Mayhem's coming out soon. Good. Good. We, we're in the winter months, and Mayhem's going to come back out to play again. Yeah, he's feisty, so, man. You can't keep him on the bench for too long. He, he needs to get out uh, there and cause some havoc. 
<laughs> I told so, so the, the one ask I have of, uh, from the other guys when they're writing if, they, if they're going to throw him in. I said, he needs a body count. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he needs, like, that's the way he he was meant to be. It's kind of the super not even thinking about asking questions kind of kind of persona. <laughs> yeah, that's him, man. Well, we we love everything you do. Um, oh, appreciate honest, that, Brian, thanks. It's, it's great fun. Now, I, I just want to wrap up to get your thoughts on the last two live action. Well, actually, there's been three. So I I thought my, my expectations for Snake Eyes were, were just – way too high and I thought the movie mm-hmm. was extremely disappointing per- this is my personal review um, sure. there were some good moments but what did you think of the Snake Eyes movie now that it's all done and dust and a couple of years have gone by well to be honest with you it's been one of those things that I, it took me a while but I've watched it a few other few times mm. since I bought it yeah. I mean again Larry Hamill was there he signed off on all of it sure I mean, I mean, a lot of people wanted the CDOG Snake Eyes story. Yes, they could have done it. But again, it's they definitely made it more modern, which I like. I mean, they did a fantastic job on the suit. Because mm. so, we all know how many issues we had with the suit in the other two movies. But, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, Snake Eyes, I mean, it, it is a watch again for me. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, I, I, I like the way they put Baroness into it. Um, oh yeah, but it, she didn't look how I like my Baroness to look. But it was cool the Baroness yeah. was in it. But I, I would have done with more of that. And it was to me, it was it was a decent idea. But I don't know why they didn't go with a more genuine Snake Eyes origin. That's what I'm trying to say. That again, that's completely fair. But at the end of the day, they're also I can see the point that trying to get a younger audience. I sure, think sure, yeah, yeah. So. Bring it up, change it up a little bit, and again, Larry Hama signed off on all. Of it. He did. If most, if not all of it. So hey, you know what? When the guy who pretty much lived and breathed the character for so, for so many years says it's good, I'm good with that. Yeah. Now, in terms of, because I'll be honest, the, I saw the other two GI Joe movies with only a limited mm-hmm. knowledge of GI Joe, and I, you know, mm-hmm. honestly, I saw both of them in cinemas. I enjoyed them for what they were. A lot of the stuff went over my head. I've gone back and rewatched them now that I'm a lot more conversant, and I'm like, they're not terrible. Like, they're, 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 I, I find them quite watchable, frankly. Um, yeah. What do you think? You're the Hard and JoJo fan going into those films. What was your reaction? Honestly, I liked them. I actually, and, and when a lot of people didn't like them, I mean, the let's go. I'll try to make this quick. The first one, those the suits that Duke and Ripple yeah. were wearing, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Again, you bring, you're making it modern. You're sure. changing it up a little. You're making it fresh because you're again, referring to sort I'm of going, the mech power suits they have at some point. Yeah. yeah, I'm going in with an open mind because I understand what they're trying to do. Mm. They're trying to get a younger audience to try to you know pass yeah. it on to the next generation. So you know what? I mean. The fight that they had at the pit was amazing. Yeah. The fight, the battle at the end, oh, it was always nice. To get that, to get that nice, sweet shot of the flag at the end. Oh yeah. For the first one, fantastic. I mean, flag. Oh my god. Talk about toys. I wish I had. 
Anyway. <laughs> uh, Would you rather a flag or a defiant if you have one in your room? You know, in your, in flag. Your flag. Yeah, okay. All day. Flag yeah. all day. And I'll tell you why. It's more realistic. And I, like, and, and I think having a dad who was in the military sure. and, and so. now having friends who have served. Yeah. It kind of brought back to me the fact that, like, some of the stuff is just off the wall bonkers, even for me. Sure. Of course. <laughs> no. So, like, once, like, the, the run with the Havoc came out, I was like, I'm done. I'm out. You're out. Yeah. Cash me out. Uh, yeah. But again, looking back at it as an adult, understanding what happens, okay, okay. Goofy, yes, but you know what? It's a cartoon, it's a toy line. You know what? For that, for what it is, okay. You know, I'll turn off my adult brain and enjoy the fun. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at this havoc right now. I'm liking it. It's a, it's a, what is it? A tank? Describe as a tank. It's sort of like a mixture of a tank and something else. If it's it's a complete bleep show of, I mean, yeah, you can't have you can't have the drivers. Looking out the door, so you they have no idea where the, they're going. The drivers the drive- are, are sort of leaning forward in this. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, I don't under. I think I think the part of it is too is I think they were trying to design it to carry as many figures yes, as they could. It looks like that's what it looks like. But the drivers, if you, at least in this picture, are, are very uncomfortable looking how they're positioned. Like they're sort of yeah. leaning, they're they're leaning so far forward that mm-hmm. they're sort of almost like lying down <laughs> and having to drive. But, yeah. but again, you look at it; they were selling toys. Oh, hundred percent. Turning, turning my turn my adult brain off. Of course, yeah. I go back and I can actually appreciate it for what it is. Wow, I've just found one here, Rolling Thunder. Rolling Thunder's not oh, Rolling Thunder's not messing around. That thing's built no. to win the Gulf War by itself. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of funny you said you you mentioned the Rolling Thunder because um, excuse me, one of the one of the friend friend of mine who I, friend of mine who I did a a character for mm. Head Games who's just basically the double agent between Destro and Cobra. Sure, and. He, I mean, occasionally he'll go around to the different G.I. Joe Facebook pages and do like a versus mm-hmm. where he'll put like vehicle against vehicle or character yeah. against character. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was the, was it the Cobra Bug against the role against the, yeah, I'm like, you know, I guess the rolling thunder, I'm like, you know what? Two huge missiles. Yeah, that's going to win. I'm just having a look here. So, look, Rolling Thunder's going to definitely be challenging against the Cobra Buck. Oh, yeah, sure. Rolling Thunder's got this Cobra Buck covered completely. Like, it's oh, not, even a fair yeah. con- not even a fair contest, really. <laughs> no. Well, it's kind of funny because part of me really wanted to call him, like, jump, call, my, call him Jumper Cables instead of Head Games because he's always starting something. He's basically doing it just to see, you yeah, know. Yeah, re- get reaction. Yeah, but, but, but again, he's. There's, there's Joe fans out there that, are, that have really good that respect the property and they'll say, you know what? Okay, you know, maybe not, but hey. Yeah. 
It's fun but, as well, man. Like at the end of the day, it's fun. Yeah. I've got a Cobra hoodie, which I'm very proud of. I, I, when winter comes around, I love pulling out my Cobra hoodie because I am flat out Cobra all the way. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, okay, so out of the three live action movies, what what were they? Yeah. Rise of Cobra. Uh, what was the second one called? Was it Retaliation? Retaliation. Yeah, and then Retali- Snake Eyes. Which is your favorite? I mean, I have to go Retaliation. I would Retali- agree. I'd agree. Yeah. You have that fight at the monastery between Jinx, Snake Eyes, the Red Ninjas, and Storm Shadow. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, I mean, that's fun. That's fun, man. If I, well, there was that, and there was also the scene at the beginning where Storm Shadow disguises himself as, and a lot of his stuff captured, mm. and. And he gets, Zart- he gets Zartan or something, doesn't he? He rescues somebody. Who do they rescue? Is it yeah. in- he? He actually rescues Cobra Commander. That's right. Astro. I'm That's like, right. okay. I was like, just go ahead and kill my I, favorite. I, favorite I, lo- I like that. There's some continuity between the two movies. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah. Because well, didn't Zartan become president at the end of the first one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. John. Yeah. And John Price got to play a bad guy for a while. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, talk, about, talk about talk about people who you know can actually that have talk about actors that have range. Yeah, definitely, but, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, but then you got the we when we lost Ray Stevenson. Oh yeah, I you could not have picked a better person. I don't think to play Firefly. No, he was great. He he had the swagger. He had yeah, yeah. 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 What so, a yeah, loss! I mean, what a loss! Ray Stevenson was, you know, what a, what, what a loss! Like we're still we're still yeah. reeling from that loss. Now, final question: um, Yes, sir. Hooded Cobra Commander. Will we ever see him again in figure range, or has he just been relegated to the cancel bin now? Or will do you think Co- Hooded Cobra Commander will ever make a comeback? You know, I'll tell you what. I'm hoping. Me too. But, but he's such a bad. I'll tell you. Well, well I, see, this is this is why I like comic runs better than the cartoon because the comic, say, sorry, the cartoon, Cobra Commander is a is a joke. Oh, he's, also he's, a, he's, a, he's a clown, Cobra Commander. He's but, a coward. But, but I'll tell you what, you get comp, you've got like especially now where during the IDW run, Larry Hammer, Cobra Commander did not. Play any hands for anybody. He was ruthless. I mean, yeah. I mean, even during um, right before the the Devils Do Run mm. ended, when they did the World War Three run, Cobra Commander was nothing nice. He was the epitome of the word ruthless. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, no. Cobra Commander is way more, way more effective in the in the comic runs than in the cartoon, where he's just a clownish figure. You know. Yeah. Sure. But again, you know, what are you gonna, it's like you can't, you couldn't, you know, show that years ago. No, no you had to. Well, even, even Skeletor in He Man, if you go by the cartoons, yeah. he's, he is a clown, you know? Oh, sure. Like he's always cursing again, and shaking his fist and failing, and et cetera, et cetera. You know? But hey, I mean, Larry, Larry Hama did, did it right, though, when he had, when. When they brought back Real American Hero, I mean, yeah. they 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 brought it back with Cobra Commander sleeping, 
having a dream that he was taking over the Capitol building. I was like, the man has ambitions. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. No, definitely. He's a used car salesman who really wants to rule the world and, and almost does on occasion. Yeah. I, do, I don't think he was really just a used car salesman, though. No, he was like a pyramid I, schemer. I, I, well, I know, but I'm talking about before that. I'm thinking there's a lot more yeah. that was classified that yeah. he didn't know. There's no way, <laughs> I don't think, he that he was just an average. He wasn't just shifting was just, Toyotas. No. <laughs> I love no. it. Well, Brian, I want to thank you, man, because it's been a pleasure. I feel like we could go on for longer, you know, but we'll yeah, have you back. Well, Look, dude, we're going to have you back. Whenever we have G.I. Joe kind of info dumps, and let's take a couple of months off and, and take a break, and we'll come back. Um, but I want to say thank you. Everyone should check out Nothing But G.I. Joe Stories, support support the show, and just frankly, yo, Joe. Yo, Joe. And also don't forget to support the Signal of Doom podcast as well. Yeah, definitely. You should definitely do that. You should join our Patreon. Um, you know, I want to rule the world much like Cobra Commander, and I'm close to it. You know, sitting on my th- <laughs> sitting on my throne, man. You know, and Baroness by my side. You got to watch her though. She's a minx. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's a cold hearted. She she can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. She, she brings well, you a plate of food. You got to be real careful. You know. Yeah. Well, it's actually kind of funny, and. Because do you remember the infamous issue number? I want to say it was 34, mm. which is the one where they had Ace and Wild Weasel squared off until they were both, you know, unloaded with their weapons and they slew each other at the end. Yeah. That, it took them a few decades, but towards the end of the ITW run, Larry did a handful of one-shots called Untold Tales. Right. They actually showed us what happened right after that with the Baroness of Wild Weasel. Really? And it was really, yeah, I think it was issue 285, I believe, but it was really cool because I'm saying to myself, you know, we never got to find out what happened, how Scarlet got kidnapped mm. before the silent issue. But I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if there was somebody at, at Hasbro that said, you know what, why don't you show us, you know, what would have happened after that day, and you know what? I'm happy with what I found. Yeah, no, I, I think that sounds super interesting, personally. Super interesting. Um, yeah. All right, well, on that note, um, yo, Joe, and we'll catch you down the line. See you. I, pre- I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Thanks. Cheers, man. <laughs>